What's up, y'all? It's DL Cows back again with another episode. This time, it's episode 12, Single Parent and Dual Parent Households. We have our favorite co-host, Shay, back with us, and we're about to get into the mental health around that and share our perspectives. Let's go. Let's get it. The day is one. Uh, I gotta win, win the day. It's a day, a great day to be great. No, I can't sit back and wait. No, I gotta win, win the day. It's a day, a great day to be great. No, I can't sit back and wait. Hey, what's up? Hey, babe. Hey. <laughs> okay, we finna get into it. Single parent and dual parent households. But of course, before we start anything, we have to check in with a mental health check on a scale from one to ten. So, what you giving? Okay, I'm gonna just give a nice little quick breakdown. Okay. So when I woke up, I was feeling like a seven. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't aware, guys. I just. I just woke up feeling my stomach was feeling away. Their music was playing. Oh yeah, Alexa played the Isaac Brothers radio out of nowhere. Yeah, it was weird. I think it was Papa. That part. <laughs> but um, now I'm giving like an eight point five nine vibe. You feel okay. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight point five nine. Bye. Period. So I'm giving a nine. Mm. Yes, that's what I'm giving. Y'all know she's a nine. Uh huh. Every time we record, she a nine. Nine, nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm giving a nine. I woke up good, and yeah, I've been lucid dreaming, and I pulled a card today, mm. and yeah, so just really cool. First time starting my day off pulling a card, so it's pretty cool. New things. New things. I like the ring of that new things. I like the, the ring, ring of that new things. Hey. Like the hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so boom. So let's um introduce the dynamic of our households. Like just okay. as like growing up right and again, we're talking about single parent and dual parent households. I uh grew up in a single parent household but also have experience in a dual parent household. I'll get more into that, but Take and I grew up in a two-parent household, dual-parent household. It's my dad, my mom. It's my big sister. It's me, my little sister, and my little brother. And um, my parents been married since I was two. Mm-hmm. So that's all I know. Yeah. Period. And um, I grew up, it was me and my mama first and my dad. They got married. It didn't really work out. Um, we were living with my nanny. So it was like, at first my household was me, my mom, my nanny and papa. And then after, um, and my uncle Bill. And then after that, my mom met my little brother and little sister's dad. And then it became a dual parent household, but it was a stepdad. And, um, so it was my mom, her husband, me, for a while and then my little sister came along six years later and then little bro came along probably like a year and a half or two years later something around there something like that and um yeah so that's kind of what it was growing up and 
I won't get too much into detail because we got questions and everything that we'll um, like get into. But um, I will say that you know it was like being a stepchild is different in a dual parent household, and it's also different when your mother is still doing a lot of things that she was doing when she became a single parent. So it's like a, she was a single parent in a dual parent household. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like like the he was making money. He was a worker. Don't get me wrong. So but she really a double parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it came to like practices and all this other stuff, like she was ripping and running with practices in a marriage the same way she was ripping and running when they got a divorce. Mm-hmm. Literally. So, yeah. You know what I just realized? What? If y'all know me and D for real... The way I just explained my my um, household and the way she just explains it explains us. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Yeah, mm. that was crazy. Mm. <clears throat> well, well, let's go ahead get into okay. It. Let's get into the depths of it. Okay, so is there something you would change about your family dynamic that would add more substance, balance, or pizzazz? You know, mm, only child. No, just kidding. <laughs> of course, that's what a second child would say. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, man, would I change anything? I truly don't think I would change anything mm-hmm. because I mean, I had a pretty good upbringing. I had a pretty good upbringing. I wouldn't change nothing. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't change nothing. That's good. That's good. That's good. I like that. That's your experience. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. Um, I wouldn't say it's just rare in the black community, but it's just something that we don't see celebrated often. Yeah. You know? So, and it's like, even when you do have an upbringing, people still want to like... They want to act like they... Just got it out the the sewer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, just appreciate the work that your parents did. Yeah. You know? To to push you up. So, yeah. granny. Period. Because we was at Granny's until, you know, when my mom and them got their own, when Mm -hmm. they got their first place. We all went to the first place together, together. from our granny house. Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. so, yeah. um, Bonus was in school when mm-hmm. she had Destiny and stuff and yeah, yeah. working. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and shout out to the village for allowing, like, the family to build. Because sometimes, I don't know, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there's a possibility that Shay's family, her immediate family, may not have been what it is today if they didn't have the foundation of oh, yeah, her granny to like allow mom. your mom to go to school and come back or like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And not force able. you to do certain things mm-hmm. to stop this. And it was just nah. like, you're able to develop your family and y'all can go and move into this house together. And now you can build your family. And it's just yeah. like, see, see my granny, that's beautiful. See, my granny I got was, the chills. She was definitely one of those where it's just like, my kids can stay here, but she did allow my, Mom to go off to school. She had destiny when she was in. She was a senior, so they went to prom together. uh, Destiny was in the stomach at prom, if I'm not mistaken. And my mama had me at twenty two years later. So yeah, eighteen twenty or whatever. So my mama went to PV. My mom, yeah, my mama was able to to go freely. Really good. They brought us up like that's that's really good. Mm -hmm. For real. Because That's something like that could just change the whole dynamic, like, mm-hmm. literally. Because my mama could have did that on her own, and she wouldn't yeah. have been going off to school. Exactly. So it's like, what, what Completely different experience. Exactly. That part. So, yeah. <laughs> that really sets the family up a notch, like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
So yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, Me too. As far as like anything that I would change, um, deep down I wanted my um, pops, my actual dad, my biological father, I really wanted him like present physically in Texas. Um, he was gone between mm, probably like the age when I was from four to like 12, you know, like before kindergarten and then my, the summer before sixth grade. That's when he came back, so maybe 11. And he came back just visiting from Texas to Atlanta, you know. Mm -hmm. So every summer I would see him, but and he would, um, from sixth grade on, you know, he'd basically raise me over the phone, so to speak, like telling me different stuff. Um, I never wanted to like disappoint him. He would literally use a certain tone, and I would just like start, like, oh my gosh, I'm now I'm crying, like, or whatever. Like, it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, different things, but I really, really wanted him actually there because I feel like. There, there were times where um, Dawson and DeLorean dad, like, overstepped. And my mama handled it. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Like, she handled it like, don't, you can't whoop her, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you can't, you know, whatever. Like, and, um, but I just feel like if my dad was actually there, that mistake would have never happened. You know what of I'm course. saying? Like, there are certain things that I would have just had a balance or whatever. So I think what I would add is just a more balance and um, a more accepting environment. Everything was so cold and rigid. Mm-hmm. When I think back to it, things were very cold and rigid for me, my yeah. experience yeah, as yeah, the yeah. oldest. And it just wasn't fun all the time. It's like the fun got snatched away. Like it was always something that just snatched the fun away. So that's something that I would um, add, just balance and just a more warming you know, the warmth was there, but again, like it was cold and rigid. If it wasn't warm, it was cold and rigid. There's no in between. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's like, I, I know these stories, but it's like, once we actually pinpoint certain questions and get into it, it's just like, wow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so since we was right there what are some effects from you being raised in a single parent household okay so um after uh my mama got a divorce she was still doing um basically everything that she was doing it was just now we can feel the financial hardship of it only being one income Mm -hmm. and we've always had the help of um my nanny and papa like clothes and things like that um my mama and little brother and sister's dad was really um they did good with like the big stuff electronics and things like that so there was like a cut you could tell that there was a difference between like the finances or whatever um so there was that and I think more of a burden fell on my shoulders as the oldest so it's like I became the other parent yeah. in say, the house. They say, y'all be, they say the first kids become the first parent, I mean, the second parent, basically. Yeah, especially in a single-parent household. Like, if my mom isn't there, I'm responsible for feeding, whatever, homework, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, I am the second person while she is in the shower, taking a bath, her me time, mm-hmm. then I do it just the way that you would do with parenting. Like while one is doing something, the other one is balancing out with the kids. Like that's what it uh, kind of was for me. So um, I wouldn't say that it was just so hard. And the reason why I said it is because it was just kind of like a role that 
I just kind of fell Naturally into. Naturally assigned. Basically. Yeah, like it just kind of, you know, fell in my yeah. lap or whatever. So I don't, you know, the expectations of me was um, hard. I would say that, like, it was just like my ex- my ex- the expectations of me seemed like they were like past the moon, past the stars. And I was a pretty good kid, you know what I'm saying. So it was just kind of like, mm, what's the what's the you know restraint pressure. on me for yeah. yeah what's the pressure on me for whatever you know when I'm I don't really need pressure to do good I'm gonna do good on my own I have my because own mindset and my standards mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah um it made me I would say the effect of that it made me very independent it made me also be able to close off and detach myself it made me be able to car- uh, compartmentalize certain things um, it calloused me in certain ways. Like, I don't know. It just made me kind of like, I was also ready just to go to college and like my, like in my mind, I said, I'm going to go to college and I'm never going to come back. Like <laughs> literally that's what I said because I, um, I've been liking girls since forever. I was expressing it in high school, but not really allowed to so I had to always cover it up I was literally living in a closet I've had girlfriends and everything that I've had to like maneuver so it taught me how to live a double life honestly being you know in a single parent household just like there's one perspective there's one bottom line there's this Mm -hmm. where my dad on the other hand are you doing good at school are you getting into trouble yeah are you trying to be fast no okay okay (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying. So it's like, and that's when it comes into his presence, his actual physical presence would have meant so much because even like with sports and basketball, like you know, just different things like that, his mindset is so boom, headstrong, headstrong, disciplined. Do this, do this, do that. I didn't have that presence in my life. Mm-hmm. That's that. Like the sport, basketball was a second thought to everybody else. Like it wasn't. And I was cold. Mm-hmm. Like if my, I honestly think if my dad was actually present, if the, you know, somehow it Probably changed or whatever, I would more than likely be playing overseas and in the WNBA, mm-hmm. hands down. I was, you can ask anybody that saw me play, I was like that. And hell, as deep as you is in school right now, I truly believe yeah. it. Yeah, I just found that thing that this is what I can do, that I can support myself with where I didn't. I trained alone, but I didn't know how to train, train like my dad would have. Yeah. Or like, you know, so. The consistency. And the coaches weren't invested in me like that either. So it's just other than them Trojans, other than them GI <laughs> soldiers out of, at the Grove. Trojans, but other than Trojans. that, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's that. Dang, that was that was long. But. <clears throat> I mean, it's getting yeah. into it. Getting into it. Yeah. So, so I guess what I will ask you, um, what do you think is the best thing about having a dual home? Well, for me, I have a couple things. Um, Truly learning how to, truly learning unconditional love within relationships from an early age. You know what I'm saying? Not just my siblings because we're going to love each other. We're going to fight. We're going to love each other regardless. My granny, she's going to love her grandkids regardless. You know what I'm saying? But seeing my parents young and actually still together to this day, I learned unconditional love because you got to know that they was going through their own things. They was going through stuff we didn't know about. They was battling stuff, still battling stuff, you know what I'm saying? Still got stuff to go through, still going through things, but I truly seen them 
stay together and rock out. Don't put people in their business. I don't put people in my relationship business till this day. That's a, that's a no go. Um, so yeah, just unconditional love and a true partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Already. Because they teach us it's not always 50 50. Sometimes it's 40 50. Sometimes it's 40 60, mm-hmm. 20 80, 10 90. But are you going to help your partner get back to that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Beautiful is true. Shout out to my parents. I told you I was going to sing on a podcast today. Girl, y'all. You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you think would be different if you had a two-parent household yeah that I've kind of touched on Even that though, yeah yeah already with it. the other question but i'll um just say balance it's just more balance like i believe that the earth and it's actually a scientific fact that it's based off of masculine and feminine energies that's how everything is created everything is made every one thing that has, you know, living cells, atoms, has a feminine and masculine part. And if it doesn't, there's another part of it that goes to it that has that balance. Mm -hmm. So in a household, when there is one of those parts missing, it's a deficiency. I don't care how great your parent, your single mom or single dad was, there's still some sort of deficiency. But there is a way to balance it. But if it's just a single parent household, you got to do something to balance that, to add into what is this child missing? What are these kids missing? Exactly. Like so, a curriculum, some, uh, some help, something some, like somebody to talk to. Yeah, yeah. So I would say for sure, balance. Like okay. more balance. Yeah. So dig it. How has your household shaped who you are today? <laughs> I thought you was going to say How's your household shaped I was going to say like a heart <laughs> Period But <clears throat> How's my household shaped me I mean Look at me now Look at me now I mean Look at me now We had We had a pretty We didn't have a strict household either We didn't have a strict household But we did have to make certain grades above a 75, but I used to change my grades when I was slacking. So, but don't do that, kids, if y'all listening. Um, but my my mom and daddy, they really did their thing. My mom, my daddy, my granny, they really did their thing. Seriously, like I don't, I don't really know how to answer that question. How it shaped me, it just made me. How it made you? It made me are. like. Headstrong, mm-hmm. it made me love unconditionally because I truly mm-hmm. love everybody unconditionally. It's just the circumstances, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, it taught me. It just taught me how to give. It taught me how to. You don't. You don't have to actually work an actual job. You know what I'm saying? Because my my mom is the. She's been working for the government forever. My dad owns a truck driving business. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I learned I learned that. I mean, they just they did their thing with Shay. Yeah. They did. <laughs> they did. Yes. If that answers the question. It does. They did their thing. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the way that my household households have shaped me is that it made me like very um 
it's like some gifts and curses, but I've grown out of certain things. Like it made me passive in a way, but not passive in the sense of like being timid, passive in the sense of I might not speak up about certain things because I'm used to like a hammer being laid down or like not being able to express myself in certain ways. I'm just not even going to try to say or whatever. So I had to grow out of that. And I grew out of that in this relationship, actually, like speak up when you feel a certain way. Don't just take it because you're used to feeling some kind of way and not being heard, you know? Um, But it also, that household also taught me how to work through that because I had responsibility. It made me a hustler. It made me um, hard body. It made me like, Everything that I grew to, that I am now, the households that I was raised in helped me become that because, like, it was just a single-parent household. It is what it is. You see your mama, your parent, your your dad, whoever, at their lowest. Mm-hmm. You see them, like, grind, grind, grind. One day you have nothing. The next day is something. Like, it's, I'm getting the chills now because it's just like regardless, the way my mama put in at work to take care of us and to shape, like get out of an unhealthy environment or whatever, she really did that. And did the best that she could. Exactly. Did the and best that she could. And that's the and thing. Man. As long as you do the best that you can with what you have, it's on your, I'm sorry, but it's on your kids to understand that when they get older. Exactly. Like it's not, like just even parents now, like the youngest now, the 30 year old parents and the 25, 20 year old parents True, that feel even like. 50 year old. Well, hey. <laughs> hey. Because if they do be having them kids late, but. Uh, <laughs> Golly, <laughs> like long as you do what you what you are able to do, though we because like to this day we still be like, wow, I understand what my mama then was saying. Man, when I was when I would get out of school, when I was living in Houston, I would get out of school, have to cook because I'd be hungry. I don't want to eat out. I called my mom one night. I said, Mom, I get it. I get why you used to be so tired and just want to take your bath and just be not be bothered. Okay, just be naked because. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you know me, you know, like, you take your bath and you just, yeah, like, I want to put on clothes. You be naked. My mama was naked all the time, so that's think that's why. That's part of my she, experience. She's exposing my body. She's exposing <laughs> her, y'all. I mean, shoot. Mama got so she got out that, nah. that tub, baby. It's shoot. Not for real. Get out my face. Okay. Get out this my face. This is me time. But, yeah. <laughs> Man, say. But, yeah, so, like, it really shaped me. Like, there are some... um like I said, cold and rigid. But I will say when the household stopped being so cold and rigid is when my mama did get a divorce. So things got better. More responsibility was put on me, but things did get better. So I can say she did like me seeing her literally say enough is enough on this. What's more important for me is my mental health, my family, my kids. That can't be up in here like this. Mm-hmm. And that's like seeing that. That lets me know, oh, yeah, shoot, ain't nothing chills. ever too good to um, dip, leave, whatever. I don't care what it is, how much money. it. I don't care how much financial support, support you mm-hmm. got. Do what you got to do. Oh, and another thing she also taught me when it comes to government assistance, use it. Get on it. That's why it's there. Period. But don't, don't ever be lazy it. and yeah. be complacent and stay on it. Mm-hmm. Grind and work your way up. And I literally saw her do that, too. So... Hey, it made me a hustler at the end of the mm, day. A hustler. Period. 
hustler. Hey. Shout out to my grandma. She knows she raised a hustler. And my mama told me never, ever, ever, never, ever. Trust the oral. <laughs> now fill in the blanks. Y'all know what's up. Period. So, yeah, my okay. folks did that thing for real, like, regardless, like, yeah, single parent household. Baby, please, I'm here. I'm on my third degree. Per. Please. Per. Come on. That's so why I'm in the mental health field. Come on. I've been seeing some stuff. Hello. Very grateful. It, it literally only makes sense. Only makes sense. It's giving puzzle piece. Period. Mm-hmm. What is something that people have assumed about you, about your family? Hold on. What is something that people have assumed about you based on what your family looked like on the outside? Mm-hmm. 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 That... And that's materialistic mm-hmm. clothes, home, area yeah. you live in. Okay, so we lived in Mesquite when my mama was married to Bubba and Lauren Dad. We lived in a nice neighborhood. It was a nice house. Went to a nice school. Mm-hmm. You would never think that what was going on inside that house was going on. Like that's, domestic crazy. Um, stuff. Um, thinking that because we got all these nice clothes... You know what I'm saying? That you end up fitting in with the other, the the privileged black people of the community. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's such thing as being privileged and black. Yes, you know, yeah. I'm a so, bit privileged myself. So <laughs> I wasn't a like I said, I'm single parent. My mom was a single parent before. You know, she had to be a single parent um, in a household by herself. So it was just like I think at one point people thought that we had it all. Or that we had it going on because Bubba and Lauren dad was just so, he was so flamboyant and like, ooh, gonna do this, you know, the big thing and mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you know, and it was fun. People could come over to the house. Like, baby, my house was a spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it wasn't just, a, it wasn't no mansion. You know what I'm saying? At all, far from a mansion, but it was a nice neighborhood, nice houses, like other kids in the neighborhood. Like, so my house was a spot just naturally mm-hmm. or whatever. So just coming in and going, like, it just seemed like, okay, shoot, it's a cool area. Like, my mama didn't have to take people in because our situation was better than other people's. Mm-hmm, same. Which helped me realize, okay, we don't have it that bad, but it was the psychological, narcissistic abuse that was happening within the household, the domestic violence that was happening in the household that made it so much worse. The We're actually still getting a lot of help from my nanny and pawpaw for the little things, you know, because money management is terrible here. Like... Mm-hmm type of things or whatever so I would just say like people thought that I had it and then when I didn't and like went through the divorce or whatever it was just kind of like at this point I'm like a junior senior in high school and it's like ah ha 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 you got braces at your senior year I'm like uh so what I can afford them now that part you know like that part I'm able like finally to get the right insurance like that's weird there's certain things like oh dang your mama had this car now she don't well oh she got this car now uh yes because guess what they um my stepdad took the car that he bought because he was just buying that to keep her there like i've been around the ones that had more than less than but i never treated nobody different because i was raised on don't be judgmental you never know what nobody mm -hmm. going through it could be their last click you know i'm saying you just you really have to watch how you treat people out here yeah you really do it's it's yeah so yeah it's on you you kind of already answered this already. Uh, what have you learned about partnership from uh, from your family growing up? Yeah. Yeah. You've already I, answered that. Yeah, I did. I actually answered that 
exact question, if I'm not mistaken. No, we didn't ask that yet. You just answered it in how oh. it shaped you, how it shaped you, or something like that. Yeah, but you've already answered that. Okay. You've already said the answer, basically. I helped you not overshare. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 the, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, with me, what I learned is um, to not be toxic. I know toxic when I see toxic. Mm-hmm. I know patience. Because just because you may hey be man, a toxic she person, she no patience. <laughs> yeah, just because you're doing toxic things doesn't mean that you're a toxic person. Just because you do a narcissistic a narcissistic thing doesn't mean you're a narcissist. So, and we will have another episode on narcissism as well. But <laughs> that's what I just said. It's it's a fact. Like yeah. you know, there's a whole diagnosis. But anyway, it's conversation for another day. But, um, yeah, I've just learned, you know, patience. I've also learned how not to stay too long and, to, like, to have patience but not stay too long. There's mm-hmm. a, a, a once you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, how to be strong, how to be dependent on, you know, I'm just so used to being dependent on. So, you know, it's just me, you know. So, yeah, just always be me, vocalize, speak up, use my voice. That's what I learned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Heard. So, um. We kind of already answered this too, like through our conversation. We've had a very, very um, in-depth conversation answering these questions, and like we um, we expounded on our answer so much that the last few questions that we have our rebuttals. have are yeah our rebuttals. <laughs> like this one: Is there something you would change about your upbringing, or what is your perspective, and how would you apply what you what you've learned to your own family? Oh, yeah, and so I just said, like. I don't put nobody in our business. Yeah. I don't overshare. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Yeah, because yeah, unconditional love is definitely a thing. Love. I love my D. Yeah, so, you know, I pose these questions, you know, out there to y'all too. Like, is there something you would change about your upbringing? You know, is there something that you would add to your family? Like, you know, when you have kids or what it may mm-hmm. be, you know, jot it down, do whatever. Like, what would you do differently yeah. from how you was raised and what would you change? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what does you what do you think makes a close family? Um, you tapped on this a little bit earlier. You said intentional uh, time. time. Mm-hmm. I think and that's literally was my answer as I wrote this. I was like intentional time. Like. Spend an intentional time hearing your children, hearing each other, hearing your siblings. Um, you may not agree. Mm-hmm. Their experience is their experience. Your experience is your experience. Um, nobody's experience is the bottom line. Um, so just always hear and nobody's experience other is above anyone else's. Exactly. So we all went through something. Yours may be more woo to the next person, and mine may be more woo to the next person. So it's yeah. like. So, yeah, it's just um, always remember that the way we experience things isn't necessarily the truth. And they that may ruffle some feathers, but the truth is separate from your experience. That part. Because wow. you don't know everything that your parents did on the back end mm-hmm. versus how it felt when it was shown to you. And that's why you have to have these hard conversations when you do get of age and and stuff gets to coming up and you starting to feel like, oh, wait, this happened when I was this age, but this is showing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like, got you to gotta work through that. You have to yeah. have these hard conversations. You have to yeah. talk to somebody. Yeah. Must, yeah. It's, and having the conversations, I'm glad you said that. It's 
it helps a lot because then you start to understand as an adult the things that you probably couldn't get told when you were mm-hmm. 5, 16, whatever the case may be. At 20-something, you can probably get told. It can get, we can talk about it more in depth because you may have felt like, I remember I used to feel like at one point I could not stand my dad. Like, and then we sat down and had a conversation. And then it all t- it made a full circle for me. And I was like, ah, I needed that conversation. Go ahead. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> yeah, I gotta go and ask y'all mamas why y'all was out. Yeah, I went to wake up in the middle of the night to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nicole. <laughs> it makes sense to her when they get older. She's saying y'all need to ask y'all's mama when y'all woke up in the middle of the night while she was gone. Y'all understand that it's y'all <laughs> getting tricked on. Okay. Yeah. Shay just um had a laughing spill um about having those talks with your parents. Because they will answer the questions that you need to be um that need to be answered. And, you know, it just changed your perspective. Everything turns full circle, and you can move forward and grow. So, yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think um, makes a close family communication and whatever else I said before all of this. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so what does family mean to you? Unlimited lessons and learning unconditional love. Period. I like that. Family means to me... Um, you know, you're kind of all in. Nobody's baggage is your baggage. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to pick up anybody else's problems, whatever the case may be. Your perspective, your experience is your experience, like I said earlier. Um, so it's all or nothing. Like, just your family, you know? It doesn't matter what, you know, how crazy the family is or whatever. Don't pick up their baggage. Your that family part. can do crazy stuff all the time. Don't pick up their baggage. That's them and what they're going through. Don't take it personal. So, you know, family to me is, shoot, all in, all or nothing. They say I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of all in, music. Got some, uh, what song? Anything um, this week? Enlightened Impacts Podcast. Okay, it's the podcast. And that podcast really had me in my zone yesterday. Just writing down traumas that I forgot about, traumatic um, situations I've been through that I forgot about or that I don't understand. So, yeah, tap into Enlightened Enlighten Empaths podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to um, a lot of, like, late 90s, early 2000s, like, alt-rock music. Hard rock music? Alternate rock. Oh. Music or whatever, yeah, not hard rock, but um, alternate rock. Um, so yeah, the Cardigans, the Cranberries, um, you know, a little, you know, a little this, little that, ditto, you know, some Jessica Simpson thrown up in there, Maroon Five, and she will be loved. Sang it, babe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So yeah, that's kind of the music that I'm on. Um, what about a quote? You got a quote? Um, life and parenthood. I've added life because it said like it's parenthood, but it's more about life. Life and parenthood is about guiding the next generation and forgiving the last. Yes, I love that. 
I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Forgive the last for what mm-hmm. they not knew. Yeah, and it kind of goes with my um, my quote in a way. Mine is, it takes time for a caterpillar to be a butterfly. So the good, mm, excuse me. <laughs> so see the good and where you are so you can appreciate the bloom at the end. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like regardless of where you come from, regardless of your household situation, like appreciate it for what it is and preferably in the moment. So when you do grow out of it, you do get to have your own experiences. You get to bloom and, you know, not carry it around like baggage. Like your experiences are your experiences. It doesn't have to be baggage. Like mm-hmm. let it be light. Let it be something that keeps you afloat more so. Be the light. Yeah. So do you have anything to add? Um, anything we missed? Anything you want to throw on top? We good? Yeah, I think we good. We good. Yeah, this was a, uh, it's a long one. Oh, wait, what the mental hidden for before we get out of here? Yeah, oh, I'm a, um, <laughs> I'm a 10. I'm not going to lie, that laughing spell that you did for like five minutes, it felt like five minutes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I'm a 10. I'm a 10 as well. I'm a 10. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she made my job very hard. I'm going to have to edit like a mug. Crazy self. <sighs> Holy. <clears throat> Do a podcast with your partner, they said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be comfortable, they said. Yes. All right. <laughs> and that is it. Peace, love, and hair grease. Win the day because the day is already won. We out. You know what it takes to be great. Apply the pressure. They gon' start off by winning the day. Winning the day. Huh. I'm winning the day. Huh. Yeah, I'm winning the day. I'm winning the day. I'm winning the day. Yeah, I'm winning the day, I'm winning the day, I'm winning the day. I'm winning the day, I'm winning the day, I'm winning the day. I'm winning the day.